0: chat today about the role of estate agents in transacting business um, for vendors and for buyers i've always been a little bit amazed by how one agent can represent the interests of both the seller and the buyer because you're promising the seller to get them the best price possible you know the highest price possible and then you're promising the buyer to get them the, the lowest price possible and it's the same deal. And I come from a, a legal background. I was a criminal lawyer for a number of years. So I'm used to an adversarial system where, you know, you go head to head with other people to get the best deal for your, your client. And so this is, um, this has always struck me as odd, This this thing about representing both buyer and seller in a transaction that can be worth several million euros. And it's a system that seems to work very well in the UK, a lot of agents, do represent both buyer and seller Uh, and it's all about having the listing in the UK, isn't it? It's all about, you know, we have this property and then we show it and we also represent the buyers when they come and we represent the seller. And I just, I I, I think that sometimes it's really hard to to do both things and to promise with good grace and sincerity that you're going to do the best for them. Oh, and you're going to do the best for them as well. The Spanish system is a little different. It It still happens because very often you can have both the buyer and the seller in your camp. But in Spain, it's it's a little bit less likely to happen because um, of the multi-listing system and the fact that very often, an agent will represent the seller of a property. So they'll have the listing and then it'll be a completely different agent who will actually have the prospective buyer. I kind of like it when that happens because maybe it's just my kind of training from a, a past life that kicks in because what I always try and do is to get the best deal possible for whoever I'm looking after, whether it's the seller or the buyer. You know, whoever, whoever I'm representing, I, I want to get them the best deal. And what we've noticed in recent times is that it's, I think it's very difficult in Spain, and particularly the Costa del Sol, to effectively be both a listing agent and a property finder for, for, for buyers. I think it's very difficult to do both jobs really well. We, I think, traditionally at Cloud Nine Spain have always been a property finder. So we, more often than not, will represent the, the the buyer in the transaction. We hunt out the whole of market for the best options. We'll go to various agents who've got listings. We'll try and hunt out the off-market listings and opportunities. We'll deal with developers, and then we'll present the options, the shortlist, if you like, to to potential buyers. And that way, we can remain completely objective. We can sit down with a buyer at the end of each tour and say okay what did we what did we really think of that villa or that apartment and we can um, normally over a glass of wine or a beer we can we can talk about what we thought and it's great because it means that we can do it from purely the buyer's perspective you don't have to worry about offending a seller or making a silly offer to a seller because they're not our client you don't worry about them that's somebody else's client and I think it's always been difficult for an agency to to do both roles effectively. And I haven't really come across an agency who, who do both roles effectively. So we've set ourselves up really as a property finder. Of course, we get our own listings because of that. People who buy from us; they want to sell through us. So very, sometimes we be, we become the other the other thing. We become the property lister. And in that instance, we'll do our best to get the best deal possible for the for the vendor. And it, it rarely happens that we represent both parties. When you're selling developments, it's even simpler because the developer doesn't care the developer has no personal interest in you the buyer it's just whoever comes along whether it's the first person in the queue or the 10th person in the queue who's going to pay that price for that apartment there's normally no negotiation it's it's easy easy peasy but yeah i, I just wanted to, to bring this up because it's always been a little bugbear of mine that how can you do both jobs effectively and say i got the best deal possible for the for the buyer oh i also got the best deal possible for the vendor it, it, it can't happen it, it can't happen. So there are a lot of good agents out there who set themselves up as listing agents. There are a lot of good agents out there like us who set themselves up as, as um, property finders. And uh, we've we've got a good reputation in the market for, for doing that. We've got a, a listing portfolio. Of course we have, but we, we always keep an eye on it. What we don't want to do is we don't want to become an agency with hundreds of our own listings because then the fact that would dilute the effect of what we're going to do for our buyers. It would also mean that we'd have potentially 200, 300 vendors on the phone every day saying, why haven't you sold my property today? Which is something we wouldn't be able to cope with from a resources point of view. And we we, we like the fact that we work on, on one side of the of the transaction. And um, that's where we, we like to be to try and get the best deal possible for our buyers. And when the when it's flipped and we become the, the defendant's representative, then we'll do the same. We'll try and get the best deal, deal possible for for them. But yeah, I don't know if anyone has any comments on this because it's really, I think it's a really interesting topic and it's kind of a bit taboo. I seem to be covering a lot of taboo subjects these days. But yeah, I, I just, as I say, with my background in the, in the legal profession, you know, I would never think of standing up and giving a closing argument for the prosecution and then sitting down and then standing up again and giving a closing argument for the defense wouldn't really work and I know it's not as serious we're not talking about people's freedom at stake here but we're still talking about a fair chunk of money and um, yeah and you know we actually were, were just about to launch a, a specific property finding service for high net worth individuals it's interesting sort of scoping it out as to what our role is you know do we charge a fee up front for that service and the thing is you know, there's, there's enough commission in these deals for it to become viable, and you don't need to charge a, a, an upfront commission, but it's just interesting to see how, how what people think of this. Uh, whether people agree with me or disagree with me, whether I'm talking a of rubbish, but I, as a buyer, and I'm doing it in London at the moment. I'm buying a place. You know, I, as a buyer, would feel uncomfortable if I knew that the agent was trying to represent not only my interest, but the interest of the person that I'm trying to negotiate with doesn't make sense. Or does it? Anyway, over to you.